1: Where's the manager?
0: Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling
1: Secrets. It means it's Thursday, episode one twenty-four of your Keeping Score at Home. Guests in studio and elsewhere include Andy
0: Brampernard. Uh, I guess Mike. Oh, Oh, I thought you wanted Mike to go next.
2: I don't care. Featuring Mike Gilson.
0: Featuring. Featuring. And starring Desi Arnaz.
1: We'll be back after this exciting announcement from our sponsors.
0: Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent
1: people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. Ah, I love listening to her sing.
3: Almost makes you forget about the 70-mile-an-hour
1: winds. Oh, God. Tom, it's just terrible up here. It's snowing. There's gusty winds. Traffic signs are blowing over. (laughs) Well, it is April. Pretty bad.
0: April is not the greatest month to be living in Minnesota, there's no doubt about it.
1: Now, you're coming back Saturday, just in time for Easter?
0: Yep, coming back on Saturday for, the, for eight months.
1: All right, so next week when we're in studio, Mike, do you ever consider driving all the way to the West End and joining us live? That way we could work on our timing.
2: Well, you know, uh, I'm uh, I'm getting my uh, my double my double booster this week.
1: Okay. Ooh. Uh,
2: actually, tomorrow. So I feel like you know, a week after that, I'll be I'll be pretty much uh, pretty much uh, good to go.
1: That'd be cool if you could come in. It'd be it'd be fun to do this face to face rather. I think we do a pretty good job, remote locations and stuff. But it's it's not quite the same as being in the same room. That's like true. I think. Yeah, definitely true. Cause it's more fun when Tom talks to roll your eyes and look at the other people in the room and snicker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You're hilarious pal. Well, it's
2: also conceivable that, you know, since I do live, uh, you know, about a mile away that somebody could just pick me up because, um, uh, I don't like to drive uh, unless I absolutely have to, and uh, and I find that uh, my fellow motorists don't like me to drive at all.
1: (laughs) Do they give you certain hand signals as you're going? There are certain hand signals, you know, Minnetonka Boulevard.
2: I I like to refer to them as nonverbal cues. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, Yes, there was a guy getting nonverbal cues on the way to the podcast on the. Cedar Avenue, where it goes over the Minnesota River, just before oh, you get sure. to 494. He's driving about a ten-dollar Toyota Echo. There's very few <laughs> body parts that are actually left. <laughs> I, he looked like he was stoned out of his mind, and he was going 25 miles an hour in the center lane. And the speed limit there is 65, oh, which in Minnesota God. translates to slightly under 80, unless yep. it's snowing and then you go 100. And oh my God, I'm surprised he didn't get killed. I know. And Toyota Echoes were not known for their speed, but I think they were actually engineered to go faster than twenty-five <laughs> on the interstate. Yeah. I mean, that's like a golf so. cart.
2: You know, I'm I am the elderly driver who drives in uh, concentric circles to avoid the uh, to avoid the uh, you know the, the what do they call those things again? Left-hand uh, turns. I, uh, y- the uh, you know that's no the roundabouts. Ah!
0: Oh. oh, the roundabouts. Yeah. I hate
2: roundabouts. You know, partly because I actually can't see out of uh, about the from the out the middle out of my right eye. Ooh. Really? So it's kind of, makes it a little bit difficult that, when you've got things coming at you from all from directions.
1: The right? Yeah. Is that macular degeneration?
2: No, actually, it was uh, it was a subretinal hemorrhage. Jesus. that uh, which turns out it turns out that your blood is toxic to your to your, uh, to your eye to yeah to your retina
3: it's inflammatory and, uh, yeah
2: but but the <laughs> thing is see now like like the average person who's nearsighted you know maybe has a uh, maybe has a prescription of minus let's say 3
1: mm-hmm.
2: most people aren't aware of their prescription they don't much think about it but my right. my uh, my prescription is minus
1: 19 Okay, Mike. I'll pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> the point
2: yeah, I was going to make go. is when you're that nearsighted, terrible things happen to your eyes. Oh,
0: it's awful. oh I bet. I bet that's true. Yeah, because well, what nice happens you, is,
2: is you know your your cornea bulges out, and your retina gets stretched until it's like a rubber band; it just gets stretched and stretched until it breaks.
0: Oh. Welcome to the club.
1: <laughs> My stepmom, who was will be turning ninety, I think, next righty i got to get something in the mail that reminds me she's got that macular degeneration and it's really it's interesting cuz her peripheral vision is, is pretty decent right. but she right. can't see anything a foot in front of her face yeah and the macula is uh,
3: right in the basically right in the middle there so that makes sense Weird. the uh,
1: i
2: used to talk occasionally i had a friend who uh, lived in the uh, independent living tower uh, over in Saint, uh, one of them, over in St. Louis Park, and so I used to talk to the people in the building, and the thing I heard very commonly from people who were, you know, in their seventies, eighties, occasionally nineties, was, uh, you know, uh, thank God I can still drive. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to lose my independence. And my thought was always, all right. So you have nine specialists. <laughs> you, uh, you're having, uh, you know, you're having your, uh, you just had your, your third heart attack. You got various forms of cancer, and uh, and also, of course, you know you uh, you got a uh, you got go to go uh, to the to the to uh, the kidney foundation three days a week. Uh, how exactly is this independence? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have no independence. You are entirely dependent.
0: Right.
1: It is a freedom thing, though. I get it. Unfortunately, it I've got four parent well, three parents now, but. They've all gracefully turned in the keys before they were forced to, and that's that's a difficult yeah. stage of life, I think, for a lot of people sure. to go through. And, oh, hell
2: yeah! yeah. And with um, my dad, you know, he of course having dementia, he uh, he would and he 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 would he was you know he was a member of the greatest generation anyway, and those guys they never never acknowledged any weakness because no. after all they were in the case of my dad he was in the army when he was nineteen, you know. Fighting to save democracy, and you'd just, you know my dad was hated authority as much as I do, but you you get at that point you know you can't you can 't say oh, I got to think about this before I do it. you just follow directions and so that stayed with them all their life. He could never say he had any weakness, so he just you know he told me once that he would consider turning in his keys when he turned a hundred. <laughs>
1: Well, it is the generation that invented the phrase "I'll give you something to cry about." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, right. there were some tough <laughs> folks.
2: Well, my dad was a very gentle guy for the most part, but there was so much anger brewing inside mm. him, you know. And that's why when he when he had dementia, of course, what happens with dementia is your frontal lobe starts to go, and then, as as they say, you know, your executive, your executive uh, uh, authority, your executive uh, authority, the part of your brain. That basically allows you to not do what you want to do. You know, that goes away. The executive function is gone. And then at that point, of course, you know, people, all the things that they've been resisting and fighting against all their life just start to happen. So I always said, you know, uh, I I prayed for a masturbator, but uh, unfortunately I got a warrior.
0: (laughs) Did you hear about that guy in the news? Is that why you brought that up?
1: No, we don't know what you're talking about, Tom.
0: Some guy, uh, Andy, you could look up the story because you're going to need to freshen it up, no doubt about it. But some guy apparently was masturbating and got his heart rate so high that he literally fluid rushed to every part of his body and it almost killed him. Have you ever heard of that?
2: You know, that guy needs better porn and maybe a lubricant.
0: (laughs) Chad, the lubricant would probably He's be good. Trying too hard. Did, Andy, would you check that out and see if you can I find mean, that? I don't it, really yeah. know how to Google this. <laughs> I don't know if
2: you want to Google yeah, it.
0: Yeah, really.
2: Wow, I, I thought the worst thing that could happen was you'd go blind, but that may be no. worse. What he
3: about the literally almost died. That's pretty bad. Wow. What is? What about the hairy palms, I said? Yeah, hairy palms, how
1: that's old? true. Yeah. Roughly how old was this person, Tom?
0: I think he was like 53, if I remember correctly. I think. He I think.
1: Mastered it by then. <laughs> you what you would He's think. He's going to have something to talk about
2: at his next incel meeting.
0: <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to track it down before the show's over. But he, I, I don't even remember where he was from, but he, he literally almost died from masturbating.
3: Wow. Well, are you talking about the Japanese man? I don't know. Well, it's got to be either last J- Japan, or would be two? Two <laughs> Japan
1: or Florida. One of the two? Japan or Florida. That's Google, real nice. you get the
3: one story, and it's a guy from Japan. <clears throat>
0: and what, did it, what was it called?
3: What was what the,
0: called? The, the thing that hit him. It, was, it had a name. The disease or whatever it is. It is called a stroke. Or malady. Was it a stroke? It was a stroke then.
3: Uh, yes, seems to be. And his
0: body filled up with fluid? Why?
3: That doesn't seem right.
2: That does seem right. It's probably odd. because of all the fluid he was unable to release.
0: See? Yeah, I'm sure Mike, that's Mike got it. it Mike dialed it in.
2: I
3: mean, you're probably thinking, <laughs> I mean, he had a subarachnoid hemorrhage, which means that part of his head filled up with blood, but... right. I mean that's not his entire body filling with fluid. That doesn't even make sense. I don't even know. Well, what that Well, apparently be. that's
0: what happened. I don't know. I'm just I'm just reporting what came down the wire this morning. That's it all would I'm like saying. Be
3: like a total breakdown of the lymphatic system or something. I if anybody suppose, has yeah. some
1: masturbation stories they'd like to share on the last ever edition of Car Selling Secrets, the no, talk and text real. line is open at five six one two two eight four zero six one. What do you mean the last
0: ever uh, car once selling? Once Corp secrets.
1: gets a hold of this, they'll go. <laughs>
0: Fold it up. They were talking about naughty things again. No, oh, it's not naughty things. We're trying to help people out to learning how to whack it.
2: <laughs> you know. That's you know. My reaction to, to this is, my reaction to this is, uh, with a demon like that, who needs friends? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a very good point. Mike's very been doing solid some point. Got
2: it. Yeah. Just, you know. It's the. Uh, i gotta I gotta try in, in my own little and inadequate way to to fill in the joke writing uh, 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 abilities that we lost in the last year
0: and oh God real. have we ever lost a few yep we well, have lost li- unfortunately
3: been... comedians are not known for their longevity
0: no that's true too
3: that's
2: true they 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 have probably a few years longer expected uh, life than uh country singers
1: yeah for real. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I'm going to try to find something that <clears throat> I want them to play in KQ, but they just, they wouldn't. Well, I think it was technical difficulty, so
3: well, so discuss for a minute. Someone just texted in and said that the story dad was thinking of was air escaped from his lungs. So I'm thinking that what happened was the blood pressure increased so much that the there was a weakness in his lungs, which That's caused what to it to collapse, which gave him yep. probably pneumothorax, if I had to guess.
0: That's that's the story. So thank you to the listener. Appreciate it. As always, our listeners came through big for us. Okay,
3: here we go. I just uh, Googled pneumothorax masturbation. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's there all you it had is. to do. Oh, Why didn't I that? think of that? I Sorry. know. It's, it's, it's blatantly <laughs>
1: obvious.
0: Where'd that guy, where was that guy from? He
3: was Swiss, and he was only 20. So. Ooh.
0: 20? Really?
3: <clears throat> yeah, Jesus. he had... Uh, Yeah, he had uh, air. Yeah, that's what you were thinking of. The air apparently got even up to his skull somehow.
0: Yep, it did. Yep.
3: Wow. He must have had some uh, pretty bad, uh, well, pretty bad a lot of things. (laughs) That's the worst case of auto
2: asphyxiation I've heard of.
3: It's very auto. Yeah, you can't get much more auto than that.
0: I suppose not. See, we're talking car selling secrets, and the word auto came up. What do you think, Doug? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Ah, There you go. That's all you need to know.
3: So you can uh, try to uh, put the word auto erotic into your next ad.
1: (laughs) Well, we got T.S. Eliot in the last (laughs) Nissan commercial. There you go. Mike, you would have been proud of that. I had Tom reading the opening line from The Wasteland. I think it probably went over well with the KQ audience. That's a good one, though.
0: Well, I probably did go over well with the k q audience, yeah, very highly man. educated phenomenal people. That's all I have to tell you, Buster Brown
1: all right, Andy. I just emailed you a link to a soundcloud uh, clip that is a i you know I've been on doing sp- <laughs> talking on the radio with Tom for fifteen years, and I think I've saved maybe. Four or five different clips, and this is one of my favorite ones. When Tom had Gilbert in the studio and threw me right into the deep end of the pool, so
0: (laughs) of course we did. I I just would love
1: this. This is just fabulous. This is probably Walter Automotive
0: Group, (laughs) Walter.com. Doug Sprinthal now, Gilbert, Doug Sprinthal. Jew nodded, you oh, Sprinthal. (laughs) I'm gonna say Jew. (laughs) <laughs> Doug? Doug is not a Jew name. <laughs>
3: yeah, just go
1: with the first. Prince Saul. <laughs> hmm.
0: Saul. I'd have to see how it's spelled. With <laughs> a silent Z. <laughs> <laughs> the silent Z. Now, now, uh, Doug, I gotta believe that uh, you know you'd love to talk to Gilbert Gottfried about automobiles.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a huge aficionado. Most New Yorkers are. He's
0: looking for one right now. We were just on Craigslist together. Oh, perfect. Now, didn't they used to call the Cadillac the Jewmobile? Ha <laughs> Well, I have heard the village referred
1: to as Jew canoes in the
0: in the Jew canoe, yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: do me a done. favor. Don't, don't oh, send the copy to Paul. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one won't be going to Paul. We'll we'll all be out of a gig. Oh Jesus! I think the show might be canceled after yes. today.
1: Jesus, there's Jews. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, he was one,
0: you know. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Who's Jesus, everybody else that turned them into Christians. <laughs> Both Jesus and Moses, Jews. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know the mobster wing oh of my, of my you know, family. Are gonna, are I
0: be think on you the can turn that this oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, I think he's coming in to do the oh, Tom yes.
1: Bernard. Yes, I
0: wish I could make it a minute.
3: There we go. There SoundCloud. We go. I never use it.
1: Yeah, I miss him. That was just, it was
0: just. Oh, I know. He was so I guess gotten. he'd been
1: ill for a while that I don't know that anybody knew, but. I, yeah, no, I think he kept it a
3: secret. Someone in the chat actually said, uh, yeah, he had um, muscular dystrophy that took mm-hmm. out his heart.
2: Yeah, and it was kind of a, it was a form of it that's pretty rare. Yeah, he had a right. um,
3: inherited, like a genetic, it's called myotonic dystrophy specifically. Yeah. Very yeah, rare. Right. And yeah, it's always inherited.
1: For those that of haven't heart. seen it, there's a wonderful documentary about him that's probably yes. four or five years old. Interestingly enough, uh, called Gilbert. Uh, but it's uh, it's a very, he was, I was surprised he was as open as he was. I mean, you really got a sense that you got to know who he really was, uh, uh, what he was like as a person.
0: Yeah,
2: he actually had a a, a, a a deep baritone. Well, I guess it would be inherently deep, but he had a kind of a baritone voice. Yeah. And when you heard him talk, which I did a few times, you know, out of character, it was, it was startling at first. It was,
0: yeah. yep. Yeah, I remember I called him one time. I gave him a call to see if he wanted to be on. And I hear this, hello. I said, hi, mm-hmm. is uh, Gilbert there? Yes, this is Gilbert. Who's this? I said, ah, uh, it's Tom Bernard. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. yeah, he did have a very pleasant-sounding voice, actually. It was a very... Very nice voice he had. He's yeah.
3: like, uh, what's that other, that comedian who was always in character all the time? Andy Kaufman? Well, Andy Kaufman's one of them, <clears throat> but he had many characters. Well, there was Emo. Emo, that's yep. what I was thinking of. There you go. He was always in character, just like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I booked him, you know, to, uh, to play a casino in northern Wisconsin when I was booking comedy acts, and... uh he, uh of course, it it didn't go over too well. With I was going to say, were
1: you mad at him or something?
2: <laughs> no, but well, you know, I mean, I I was able to negotiate a, uh, a fee which was favorable to him, and uh, and I told him straight up, these people aren't going to like him. <laughs> but uh, but I get to book whoever I want, and I uh, I was a big fan of emo, so he uh, he he did his set, and uh, the only person in the audience there wasn't much of an audience either, but the only person laughing was me. I just felt like a professional shill and uh so he gets off stage and he and uh and he said let's get out of here so we we uh, we went to talk in his room and he opened the door to his room threw the mop on top of his head across the room like against the wall and he and and then he said to me he said my god this is like a dystopian nightmare here and this is the first time I'd heard him talk out of character but um, he oh, had a yeah. very pleasant voice
0: too he did. I always liked Emo. I haven't talked to Emo in years now. I, I don't know. I, boy, I, Since since COVID, I haven't heard a word about him.
2: I haven't either. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's very tough on comics, that's for sure. Fellas, oh God, we're yes.
1: at 20 minutes. Let's take a quick break. I do have a couple of car stories we can kick around. Love it. Get us a little bit back on track, but I'd actually more rather talk about comedians. It's more fun. We'll be right back after these uh, words from our sponsors.
0: Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today.
1: We are back with the car Selling Secrets while we were on break. Uh, Andy got a text from a listener asking you if we could ever have Dave Mordall on. I haven't and Dave was one of the voices in that old clip with Gilbert Gottfried obviously. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Dave in a while, but listener, if you're interested, you can go to carsellingsecrets.com, go into the archives and there's an episode he was on. I want to say it was a year and a half ago. It was right around Christmas time and it was really it was really fun to out. have him in the studio. Might have been two and a half years ago. It's amazing how time flies. Let's see. That was, yeah, December 19th, 2019. Okay, two and a half years ago. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, close enough. Well, interestingly enough, when the gals from Continuum left, they'd how long have you been on? And Andy looked it up, and the Tom Bernard uh, Family Podcast will celebrate its 10th year this August. I can't believe it's been that long. It's a long time. I was 25 when it started. And no kids? You weren't married? You hadn't Mm, met Melissa yet? Nope. Living downtown and swinging bachelor. I was still living in St. Paul when we started this. Oh wow! Yeah.
3: Time. Flies. God, were you really? Yes, I, I was. I remember. I remember making the drive uh, over the Itasca Building with Bella, having her wine in the front seat the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that was always fun. <laughs>
1: I bet. I did, I did like that <laughs> old studio. I know it was kind of crazy expensive and it was hard to park. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. I love the potheads that ran the sandwich shop downstairs. Yep. They made yeah. yeah. some they of the best amazing. sandwiches I've ever had. Took Better to take hour. them half an yep. hour to
0: make one. It sure it's did. Saying. It did. You're yeah. right. It took forever <laughs> to get a sandwich. No,
3: Emo is touring with Weird Al, and he will be at the Minneapolis State Theater July 24th.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, yeah.
3: Too bad it's sold out.
1: Yeah, they're best buddies. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. We should see if we can get him in the podcast.
3: That'd be a tall order, but
1: we can try. Why not? Well, I don't
0: think so. I think he'd come in. The email's always been great. just
1: won't tell him Mike Gelfand's on, because he's probably still pissed about the Northern casino. (laughs) 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 He's the son
2: of a bitch who booked me in Monaco. Almost
1: ruined my career.
0: I'm never talking to him again. That's all I know. Yeah, we could get him on, I bet. I don't think it'd be much of a problem. Yeah, I'll just have to reach out to him and see couple You're of car stories, nice
1: and, and we are guest-free, so if anybody wants to call in, the number again is 561-228-4061. In the automotive world, other than the chip shortage, almost all the news is about electric, and I'm not going to read these entire mm-hmm. stories, just touch on a couple of them. Uh, Ford is going to officially fire up the production of their F-150 Lightning all-electric pickup on April 26th. Um, this looks like just a smash that Ford has come up with. They cut the orders off at 200,000 uh, because they, you know, they can only make them so fast. They're in the process of building new assembly plants and battery plants down south. Should be a big day for Ford. General Motors and Honda are teaming up to uh, uh, go in together and building inexpensive electric vehicles. There's a few years off, but here's a quiz for everybody. Uh, guess what the average new vehicle transaction price was in 2021, last year? Dollars. I wouldn't even Average know. selling price of a new car is basically. 24000 Mike Elfan, what's your guess? You're a Jeopardy winner.
2: <laughs> well, uh, wholesale, I'd say, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, uh, sort of a winner, and we will not need to go into that, but, um. Yeah, I'd say
1: about uh, 42
3: 5 Tom? Uh, Tom? Did he drop off? He did not,
1: so I don't know what his problem huh. is. He got bored to death. Well, I guess he left. I'll just keep going. It was actually $47,000, wow. which was up $6,000 from a year before. So GM and Honda are teaming up to build crossovers together. Uh, starting in 2027, and they are planning to introduce sub $30,000 all-electric vehicles. Which, you know, that's that's that one of the things, knocks yes. against electrics is that they're you know the cars are so expensive. The reality is almost all new cars have gotten incredibly expensive.
3: Well, so you said yeah. the transaction price is 46, right? 47. yeah. Uh, what does an F-150 go for?
1: Um, actually, this if I remember, the starting price of the Lightning is 39.9. Wow, there must be a lot of luxury car buyers out there then. And the other side of it is that, you know, in a normal inventory market, uh, the manufacturers put on a lot of rebates and incentives. Like typically oh, this in isn't fort- including rebates no stuff. that's what people pay for them so oh, okay. and because the inventories are so huh. low all the manufacturers are going well you know we're, we're, they're selling them faster than we can make them we don't need to subsidize the sales so they've pulled the incentives away that's really what's driven up the transaction oh. price it's not right. that the cars themselves have become a ton more expensive although Tesla interestingly raised their prices pretty dramatically in the last quarter I think the Model 3, their, their, their entry-level car went from 35 to like $48,000. Um, but that's really what's driving it, is low inventory and, and high that demand. That makes sense. So they yeah, high their, demand, low supply, that makes sense. And in the, in the domestic truck world, typically those rebates for the Chevy Silverado, regular Ford F-series pickup trucks, uh, uh, you don't call them Dodge Rams, they're just called Rams now, is... You know, in the order of seven, eight, nine thousand dollars. So a, a typical discount on one of those, in normal times, would be about twelve thousand dollars. But that's kind of gone away. Um, the next piece of exciting news, and I really wish Tom was here to hear this, but
0: I'm nice. here. Oh, you I'm are. Sorry. No, Jude. Jude had to go out for a second.
1: Sorry ah. about that. Uh. Jude, the craziest dog I've ever met. He's pretty <laughs> Me crazy. Jude. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he is crazy. I'll
1: tell you my favorite Jude story before I get back to Nissan. So. It was when you guys had the old house, and we were still doing the podcast downtown. I I gave Catherine a ride home. for I don't remember what the reason is, and it's not germane to the story, but it was late October, uh, Jude's outside, Uh, and it's windy, windy and and your old house is surrounded by oak trees. Yep. This dog apparently thought he was being a t- – it was like uh, mm-hmm. Space Invaders. Yeah. Oh, with Jude yeah. running around as the leaves are falling down, <laughs> Jude's trying to pick them off. He has and to get every just, single leaf. Yep. It's insane. I looked at Catherine. I was like, what's wrong with him? I
3: I don't know. <laughs> well, you wouldn't think looking at him that he could turn and, like, leap like he can? Because yeah. he looks like one of those dogs that's, like, you know, has a difficult time standing up. But, yeah. no, as soon as he sees a leaf, he's uh, about as agile as it
0: gets. Or he goes crazy for he leaves. Sure it, it's, does. He goes psychotic over blowing leaves in the wind.
1: Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. So speaking of leaves, uh, <laughs> Nissan yeah. is uh, that one of the—they're probably the farthest in the race to get away from lithium batteries in cars. They've been developing solid-state batteries for a long time. Uh, uh, Toyota has invested about 11 billion dollars in this technology as well. It is the future of battery technology. Yeah, it is. Uh, and Nissan th- is starting a prototype uh, assembly plant. They they're saying that by 2027 or 2028, they will have uh, solid-state batteries rather than lithium batteries in all their electric vehicles. Huh. And, and you remember, Nissan was really the first mass producer. I think that I don't think I think Tesla was really the first one in the 21st century uh, to make electric cars, but the Nissan Leaf was really the first kind of mainstream car. Uh, The Mm -hmm. early edition ones weren't terribly great, but they've been at it for quite some time. So what this means is uh, these batteries should produce a lot more energy uh, by weight. There'll be about a third of the weight of current lithium battery packs. Uh, and they should be able to charge quite a bit faster, and the cost of them is about half uh, of what current battery packs are. So, you know, I I, I, I know that at some point in my automotive owning career, I'm going to get an electric car. I'm just kind of personally waiting for the technology to get a little bit better, and I've been following it closely. Um, You know, as gas gets more expensive and that can go up and down, but I really do think that this is the future, and it's it's fascinating to see. This is probably the the best thing about capitalism, is it breeds competition, which breeds ingenuity. Uh, and as a dealer, uh, well, I'm not a dealer. My name isn't on the building, but one of the, the, the challenges that this is going to cause auto dealers is The low maintenance of of electric vehicles, I mean, there's so fewer moving parts. Uh, i got a picture, and maybe you can post it online. It's a picture of a Tesla engine uh, right next to a BMW X5 engine. And, you know, the BMW looks like a Frankenstein monster. There's just parts and wires and stuff all over the place. And the uh, you know the Tesla's just it kind of looks like a little go kart engine. So
3: internal combustion engines, yeah, they're a little too complicated for their own good. I mean, sometimes and
1: engineering has done a great job developing those. If you look at what uh, engines were like when I was a kid in the muscle car era, these there were seven and a half liters, and they you know they made three hundred horsepower. Every once in a while, you can get them more than that. But Toyota is going to introduce a new hot rod Corolla this fall that makes 300 horsepower out of a 1.5-liter three-cylinder engine. I mean, it, it is, it's is—it's amazing what they've been able to engineer out of internal combustion. But
3: Three-cylinder, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: it is. Uh, you know, oh. their the, the idea is to make it as light as possible so the car is faster. It's, it's a niche car. They're not going to build that many of them. It's like oh. a Subaru WRX STI competitor. Uh, but for dealers... You know, the, the the big source of our revenue is what happens on the other side of the showroom, which is the service department, and with very, very few components uh, comparatively in an electric vehicle and what they call OTA updates. So, you know, in the past, if you needed an update to a software system in your car, and this is already happening in a fair number of uh, brands, currently... Uh, uh, the customer can just you know get a no- notification from the factory. We've Fact. got a upgrade to your engine management system. Park your car outside overnight, and we'll do it all over the air. I mean, it's it's cool. It's great mm-hmm. for consumers, but dealers are going to have to figure out how to adapt to this because you know there's not going to be a future where margins go up and expenses go down. It's it's just it's always the race to the other way.
3: Well, solid state might actually make uh, expenses go down. Yeah.
1: So well, I mean, for the no, but I mean, for the for the dealer, it won't. Uh, you know, the cost oh, of real I estate, taxes, employees, all mm-hmm. the stuff that you have to pay for as a as a retailer uh, to stay in business. That's that's not going to go down. but, well, the, but what, the cost what, of maintaining the cars will, which is what,
3: once what's we get happen. into the Jetsons era of cars, where cars can fly. Well,
0: we're so not instead far. Of,
3: instead of parking them in two dimensions, you got three dimensions to store them. So you know, you can park them up as far as you want.
1: Well, and, and honestly, that's what a lot of people think the future dealerships will look like. They won't be, you know, 10-acre parking lots. I'm
3: surprised there. they haven't already, like the car vending machines, basically, but yeah. more practical.
1: Well, we'll see. That I mean, that's going to be tri- triggered by what the manufacturers decide to do, and, and that might be the way that it looks in the future is that you'll have test-drive vehicles, and you can order cars, and they'll show up later. I think mm-hmm. the problem with that is Amazon and every, all the other smart retailers in the world have trained the public to expect stuff instantly. I bought something on Amazon, yes, two days ago, and it said we'll show up by 6 o'clock same day. And I was kind of pissed when it showed up at 10.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, God, I remember I'm not even that old, and I remember when it was 6 to 8 weeks whenever you ordered something.
1: Tom, let me ask you a question. You're probably... I, I, not probably. You are the first person I know that that bought an electric car, and that had to be what mm-hmm. fifteen years ago. What what led you to do that?
0: Well, I just thought it was you know. Look, I, we had just started building our house out there in Golden Valley, and we tried to get that uh, to allow them to put a charging station and put uh, receptors up on the roof, and they said absolutely not. You cannot do that. Uh, there's no question. We we tried to live very clean lives. Huh. And I thought it was a really cool little car. And I thought, well, if we can, you know, if I don't have to burn any gas. Yeah, it was, it was the very first year the Tesla. I was the very first Tesla owner in the state of Minnesota, as a matter of fact.
1: That, that's, so, so you were going to go all environmental. And, and the, the yeah, solar, and that was
0: 15, 20 years ago.
1: The Homeowners Association to put the solar panels up. Was that what it was?
0: Yeah, we're going to put the solar panels, going to charge it all up. Got the charged car. Yeah, that, I believe, was 2015 was it 15? five
3: or
1: six? I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was five or six, Tom. This oh, it was five or six, this is right? right? After oh, okay. We moved so it to was five. Yeah.
0: It was five. You're absolutely yep. right. It was 2005. It was so that was ago. almost 20 years ago already. And by the way, all of my buddies over there on that certain, you know, political bent, I get zero credit for that. You know what's so great about that? And again, I'm not trying to brag here. It's just so funny that all these people, 20 years, 30 years later, we were the first morning show in the country to hire, you know, basically everybody on the show was either black, a woman, or a Jew, and then me. <laughs> That's who was on the show, right? it would
1: have been a great name. That's actually more catchy than the morning show.
0: I mean, we literally brought two black men, not one, but two black men onto the show. Women. An Asian woman, Mae Young, would pop on the show once in a while. Mike Gelfand. Uh, you, you came on with Tony Lee. I mean... I turned it basically into North Minneapolis, you know, because that's what I was comfortable with. We had a North Minneapolis morning show. And then we, you know, I I figured, well, we'll live clean. Uh, We'll get our house all teed up. Uh, It'll be, uh, you know, charging stations and all that stuff. I'll buy an electric car. I really went all out trying to live the life that everybody now, 20 years ago, they're trying to do all that stuff now. And, and Catherine and I get zero credit for that. Nobody gave a rat's ass, and they still don't.
1: I'll give you my, my, my favorite first ever uh, on, the, on any radio station deal that I thought was hysterically funny was your trans friend who did the first uh, yeah. transgender traffic report. And for those of you that didn't, haven't heard it before, <clears throat> Lauren comes on and goes, uh, this is Lauren, and I'm here to do the traffic report. Steve Winwood will be touring in Europe this summer. If you don't know who Steve Winwood was, he was the, the guy that started the English band called Traffic. It was very tongue-in-cheek and incredibly funny.
0: Yeah, well, we had a white man who would become a woman. We had a black woman who would become a man. We had Lauren come on to do it. We did all these things decades before anybody else did, and nobody to this day gives a rat's ass because they weren't part of it. They don't want to give anybody credit for for seeing something t- twenty years before they did. Do that.
1: I don't think that's what it was. I, I think, what do you think that's?
0: What I, I think, think it was.
1: that you don't fit the typical left wing uh, uh, Ivy League educated. There's not enough patches on liberal. your
3: elbows. Tweed you don't jacket. drive
1: the green Volvo. You're not going to the you know whatever correct rally is. Mm-hmm. I mean you're. You're pro- you're relatively politically incorrect, and so I think that's why, why you get whitewashed. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's just well, my opinion. Know, if, I don't know if it's right or not. If if
2: there's one thing that we've learned from cable TV is that people will go to great lengths to have their biases confirmed.
3: This is very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, isn't yeah, if that, you, if that you is click around,
1: and around <laughs> enough, you can find a channel that believes what you believe. Yep. Oh yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, well, I will uh, tell, tell you, and, and Mike Joe. Mike Gelfand will tell you this very quickly, Andy. Uh, that when I first brought Mike on the show, people bitched like man, What are you bringing that Jew on for? God, he's a pain. In it. Remember that, Mike? How, the, the reaction well, you got from coming that, on the show.
2: But I remember, like it had been about two weeks since I had uh, come on the show, and I got a call from the other side. I got a call from the oh, yeah. head of the Anti Defamation League, <laughs> and he said, "You know, you got you got to stop talking about you got to stop talking about being Jewish. You know, you're." and i said well, uh, what do you what do you mean he said well you know there's a there's a smoldering fire out there and you're pouring gasoline on it and i said wow. yeah you know i i think that maybe in the in the long run it's kind of good to, to just you know to come right out in the open and be willing to talk about things and he said uh he said uh, well you're going to have to make a decision you know, you're either you're either going to be a radio personality or a Jew. And I said, yeah, I'm going with radio
1: personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call Howard Stern and shut the F yeah. up. Yeah, really.
2: <laughs> uh, but, you know, but there again, I mean, he was doing his job, right?
0: I and, suppose, and I yeah. was doing
2: mine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I didn't but hold I never... it against him that he called, but I just didn't see it his way.
0: You know what's so funny about that, looking back at it now, Mike, and, and, and Doug and Andy and everybody, is I didn't even realize what I was doing was recreating my neighborhood. I wasn't thinking about that at all. I yeah. just thought, I know this guy and this guy and you know, this person over here. I just basically put North Minneapolis on the radio, and a lot of people didn't like it. Some people absolutely yeah. loved it, thought it was wonderful. But well, I you wish know, people would the, look back my, and go, that was a
2: mistake. The, the first place I lived was on you know, Newton Avenue North.
0: Right. Right. Uh, Mark Rosen. Let's not forget Mark Rosen was a big part of the show right away. I, I just... Yeah. Marianne wait, wait, Sullivan. Wait. Mark Rosen's black? Yes. I don't know if you you didn't know that, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
1: he hides it very well. He does. He passes better than most.
0: We also hired women much more quickly and at a higher pace than anybody else did. Nobody cares about that either. It's just weird. Yeah. Eh, Whatever. At least we did it. I don't need to stand and go, look what we did. I'm just bringing it up because 20 years later, everybody still ignores that fact because they were, you know, had their heads up their ass while we were making progress. And, you know, what? it's just weird. The whole thing just got very, very weird, didn't it? Yeah, it did.
1: Boys, I think we're at the end of our hour.
0: We are. I think yeah, it
1: might be. It's actually been we're over a little bit, and that's always a good sign. Mike, I will text you or call you next yeah. week, and and uh, we'll have. Yeah, we'll Mike, figure it out. We'll have the band in the studio next Thursday for back to back shows. The Tom Bernard Family Podcast and Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Thanks for listening, and tune back in next week. <laughs>